0: Welcome to Tribe's Podcast. Hey, we just want to say thank you for making this message a part of your week. Our prayer is that these messages will inspire you to make the name of Jesus famous in your life and to the uttermost bounds of the earth. If you're ever in Jackson Hole, we'd love for you to visit our Tribe fam in person. To learn more about us, you can find us online or at Facebook by searching TribeJH.com ezekiel chapter thirty three and we're going to read several verses from ezekiel chapter thirty three and uh, this is uh, our father's day today is Father's day happy to all happy Father's day to all the fathers in the room and we're going to talk a little bit about fathers and fatherhood today sometimes we take advantage of, like, those, like, holidays, here tribe and we talk about, like, that particular thing. Sometimes we don't. Today we will. Ezekiel chapter 33, let's read verses 1 through 9 as we get into the conversation, and somebody can read a few verses and then hand it off to somebody else. We'll get all the way through verse 9. I will start
1: since I'm in line. Oh, Ian, I guess and I just e- went English accent?
0: With an English accent, sounds sounds fine. Okay,
1: this is from the ESV translation. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, speak to your people and say to them, If I bring the sword upon a land, and the people of the land take a man from among them and make him their watchman, and if he sees the sword coming upon the land and blows the trumpet and warns the people, Then, if anyone who hears the sound of the trumpet does not take warning, and the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and did not take the warning. His blood shall be upon himself. But if he had taken warning, he would have saved his life. Mm. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet, so that the people are not warned, and the sword comes and takes any one of them, that person is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. So you, son of man, I have made a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from his way, That wicked person shall die in his iniquity, but his blood, I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, that person shall die in his iniquity, but you will have delivered your soul.
0: How many of you have heard that passage before, Uh, either that specific passage or maybe a portion of that? For how many of you, that's familiar to you? Okay, for how many of you that is new? Maybe you haven't heard it before or you haven't heard it in a long time. For how many of you that's new? All right, for some of you. Okay, maybe about, about half. This is what I feel like the Lord set on my heart to have, for us to have a conversation about. And interestingly enough, we'll, we'll touch on this in a little bit, uh, but Janine in her prayer this morning, she talked about uh, having our eyes set on you that 's an important aspect of being a watchman and I want to I want to talk to you this morning about fathers as watchmen, fathers as watchmen now you don 't even have to have a child in order to be a father if you 're a man in this room so if you don 't have any children, please and you're a guy, please don't think, well, this is not for me. Or if you are a woman who's not married yet, think, well, this is for fathers. This is like really far away from me. No, this is for you as well, so that you can be on the lookout to be able to recognize who could be a man as a watchman that would make a great dad someday. You know what I'm saying? It's really for all of us here in this room as a wife this message is for you as well not for you to listen and take diligent notes and to be able to uh point out where maybe currently your husband might not be like like checking all the boxes with what we're going to talk about you you, oh man use this wives use this message as a sword on your husband at your own peril right like don't do that. But it's a great way, if you see maybe some of these boxes that aren't checked, so to speak, great way for you to pray those over and into your husband, right? You can still get him trained. And all the wives patted their husbands on the knee at this moment.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, that's right. That's so good. That's so good. So uh, we are. I just want us to to examine this passage. I want us to look for thinking uh, things that stand out to us in terms of men or husbands as a watchman. I want us to just look for general observations and then there are just a, a few things that, that I noticed that I feel like the Lord put on my heart uh, that, that stood out to me in this passage that I want to remind us all in this room of and, and have that be our discussion this morning. And What I want us, as we get into, just looking at observations this morning, you've heard, some of you have heard me use this analogy before, but when I study the Bible, I think, I always think of my grandmother, who, her name was Maxine, but I called her Boo. Her, my whole life growing up, I called her Boo. Boo and I would go on these walks out into the woods out in uh, rural central Texas, And we would go on these long walks in the woods and we would talk and use our imagination and tell stories and things. And I noticed that my grandmother always had her eyes like right on the trail in front of her. I was looking, you know, here and there and all over and wasn't really paying attention to where I was going. But she always had her eyes glued on the ground in front of her. And one day I asked her, I said, boo, why are you always looking at the ground right in front of you? And she said, cowboy, because that's what she called me. Cowboy, I'm looking for two things. I'm looking for snakes, because I don't want to step on them. And I'm looking for arrowheads. And I go, arrowheads? And she's like, oh yeah, cowboy, every now and then you'll come across an arrowhead. There were Native Americans that lived all through this area. And I found a couple of arrowheads out here. And the first time she said that, I will never forget. I tried to make my eyes as big (laughs) as possible, scanning Always the ground in front of me for an arrowhead if she found an arrowhead I wanted to find an arrowhead and every now and then we would be walking along and she would stop and Bend down and pick up something off the ground and my heart would oh here we go Here we go like like the target lady, you know in the SNL skit when you when she like brings up something to the checkout She just gets so excited to check out the person. I was like what has boo found? And she'd pick up something, and she'd rub her, rub her fingers around it. And, and, and many times, it was just an old rock. It, it wasn't something. It would be discarded and, and tossed away. But I can remember every now and she always spotted them. Every now and then, she would rub this in her fingers. Maybe she went out and put them there.
1: <laughs>
0: just having this thought. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. I'll ask her someday. And she would go, well, looky here, cowboy and then just put this in my hand and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's an arrowhead." And I think of that when I study God's word. Now, I'm not saying that in God's word there's a bunch of useless rocks that you that you kick over and and every single jot and tittle of God's word is important and for us. But every now and then you come across a unique little treasure and it's worth as you read along to just read the words as if you're looking for arrowheads hmm. it might be a phrase that stands out it might be a sentence it might be a particular word that jumps out to you and if you stop if you stop and go hmm, what is that and pick it up turn it over examine it and there, and we've talked of, at, at Tribe numerous times about different, like, like actual tools that you can use. Like, what would be one of them? Uh, as you're examining a particular word or phrase or something. Blue Letter Bible is one of the tools that that I've talked to you guys about over and over. BlueLetterBible.org. You can you can examine words. Um, there there your your concordance in your Bible. Um, there are all kinds of like like online tools that you can, that you, that are easily available to you to help you turn around a word or a phrase, see where else it might be used, and then. The logos of God can become the rhema of God when it comes alive in your heart. Those are two different Greek words for the same English word word. Logos is his written word. Rhema is when his written word comes alive in our heart in a specific moment or season. So you're turning something around and hmm you set it back down. All right. But every now and then you come across something, a word or a phrase that you're like, ooh, this is interesting and worth further examination. Are you with me so far? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you have something?
1: Go for it. In saying all this, and this is really something I've been struggling with lately, all these tools that are available to us, the discipline to seek these tools it's like I I need blinders more than ever now to keep me focused on the tools that God's given me to do what he's wanted me to do. I need to sit down and I need to pray for clay. You know, I try to just tell him what to do if you get mad at him, you know, and I'm like, just why don't you do this? You know, I need to stop and let God use me to pray for him, to inspire him because there's so many distractions right now more than ever. Sure and all these tools that he's given us have been there forever, and now we even have more, but if we don't have the discipline, the tools are worthless.
0: Yes. Pro-marriage tip. I got 40 years on And out come the pins. The change that you want to see in your spouse always, always begins with you. The change that you want to see in your spouse Always begins with you. So I mean, it'd be easy to be like Clay, mm-hmm. poor Clay. I have a feeling he could be the whipping boy <laughs> for today of, of today's sermon. All the other, all the other husbands in the room said, "Amen, bless you, little brother." <laughs> well, there always needs to be one scapegoat. <clears throat> so, so the the tendency is to be like Clay. You get on, you know, fill in the blank. But. But that change that you desire to see in him, it actually begins with you and and you just said it i've got to pray lord and and part of that prayer includes Lord search my heart
2: sit
0: me down, sit me down. give me a stern talking I say to because <laughs> she says it for you, yeah <laughs> so so there are there are there are to to tie those two things back together, there are tools available to help you as you're walking along the trail, reading through God's word. There are all kinds of things that are available to you, including, you don't even need access to the internet to be able to stop and to meditate on a phrase, to chew on it, write it down, put it on a note card, put it in your in your in your pants pocket put it on the lock screen of your phone that would be like your little digital note card I used to write things on note cards and put it in my pocket now I can just write it and put it on the lock screen of my phone just chew on it mull on it the Bible says that that for it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and it's for the glory of a king to search it out that that rubbing it in your hand to be able to examine it that sometimes that's just meditating and chewing on it as we skip along down the path of Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 1 through 9 is there any is there anything as you're walking down the path that you see like oh hey what could this be and again we don't necessarily need uh, at this moment any kind of like deep spiritual insight but is there anything that you notice That stands out to you like, hmm, this might be noteworthy for us to stop and examine and pick up. What do you see in those verses 1 through 9? Yes, sir, and here comes the mic.
3: It's so relevant to the times we're in. Um, There's not many days go by I don't think of that, Um, especially with all the economic stuff that's going on. I remember not long after I first met Brian, I bored you, silly, with (laughs) tales of gloom and doom and collapse of man's Ponzi (laughs) financial system, and probably thought I was crazy, but it's, um, and I wake up crying sometimes, and I would wake up crying about not being able to warn enough people, but now God has given me access to a lot more people, thousands of people a week I speak to, now, warning them, Mm -hmm. every week, Mm -hmm. and so... There's a guy called Leith Hetland. I think I pronounced his name right. And he says, what you have tears for is what God is going to give you authority for.
0: What you have tears, tears for. for what breaks your heart is what God will give and often, you authority often for. Often
3: something will be breaking a heart and we feel, well, what can I do? What mm-hmm. can little me do? Mm-hmm. But God is wanting to grow and raise up and you're something. so whatever you're crying for, whatever you're weeping for, God wants to empower you in that situation, give you the authority to change it.
0: That's good.
1: And two, doesn't the scripture say that, that it's our responsibility? I mean, if it comes back, if we don't share it, I mean, aren't we
0: the ones that are responsible for those people? It does say that, it doesn't does. it? Watchmen in our culture, in our day and age, uh, I mean that that the idea of a physical watchman has died out long, 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 long time ago. We have versions of watchmen in our day and age, like like Karen that lives on your block and is always posting on your neighborhood Facebook page. Now, I did see a squirrel that looks like he could have nefarious intentions. I wanted to alert you all. Okay, just thought I'd that one out. Yeah. Uh, But in our, in our day and age, well, we don't have the same kind of version or role in our societies or in our communities as for a watchman like we did back in days of when people did their agricultural things Out in the surrounding countryside but the heart of the city was within the walls of the city and you might live within the walls of the city but you went out from the walls of city of the city to do your thing but in the evening or in times of danger at the call of the watchman you would come running back into the safe within the safety of the walls of the city role of a watchman was very important other things as you read through this, these few verses, um, what stands out to you? What might you notice? And again, we don't necessarily need a spiritual application in this moment. But we're just walking along the trail. What catches your eye as we walk along this trail?
2: a watchman by name. It's every one of us hmm. are watchmen. And we're not only watchmen for ourselves but for our families and our friends and our, our community, our society. And what's happened is that the watchman has lost its ground in Washington, D.C. Hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about Fathers as watchmen. Just a few a few observations that that I want to pull from the text. Um, and, and before we get to, I have I have three observations that, that I want to share with you. Before we get to the, those three, just a few preliminary things. Um, in verse 1. Let's see, verse one. Once again, a message came to me from the Lord Son of man, give your people this message. When I bring an army against a country, the people of the land choose one of their own to be a watchman. Two things in verse two. First of all, in the day of need, when an army advances on a city, it is a time of great need. Watchmen become useful in the day of need. In the day of need, watchmen are called upon. When everything is safe and secure, even though the watchman still stands on top of the wall, the technical term is called a rampart where you can walk back and forth on top of the wall and you have a strategic vantage point. When everything is going great, the watchman stands on top of the wall and he has absolutely nothing to report. The danger is that enough time of, let's call it prosperity, goes by and the watchman either sits down or the watchman is called off the wall or the watchman thinks like, I've been diligent in my post. Everything's been going fine. Maybe I'll be more useful elsewhere and comes down off the wall. But a watchman, their role is critical in a time of need. And when an army advances against a city, it's a time of great need. The second preliminary observation is that a watchman is chosen. Now in this passage, who chooses the watchman? Look, it'll tell us. Who chooses the watchman? The people. hmm The people. In this particular passage, the people choose the watchman. Oh, we could go on and on about what, you, if we were to, if we thought of ourselves as a community of people living in, a walled compound, who would we appoint in in this room, who would we appoint as a watchman, and what would we collectively decide would be good traits as a watchman? Well, I'd like to nominate so-and-so because they, no, 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 no. I'd like to nominate so-and-so because they... What sort of traits would we collectively agree upon that would make for a good watchman? Now, that, that's a little rabbit trail that we're not going to go on today, but really good for us to consider in this particular passage, the people appoint a watchman. Now, we know that God appoints in a spiritual sense, watchman i have set you as a watchman on the wall and we know that even if you accidentally became a father you have been chosen by god as a watchman i want you to think of in our conversation today as fathers filling the role Of watchmen and we'll see why fathers are uniquely equipped to be the watchmen of the family watchmen in their church watchmen in their community as you just mentioned and and even extending beyond that to an entire nation Colin the mics coming to you
2: thank you so I guess I was reading verse 7 as maybe a little bit prophetic, but now, son of man, I am making you a watchman for the people of Israel. I was thinking of Jesus right there, claiming to be a son of man. Mm. So maybe I'm a little off, but... You're not at all. In fact,
0: Jesus referred to himself as the son of man. And, and among the Jewish audience, the, the people at that time that he was speaking to, they, it, I mean, it, it, it really puckered their robes up because they knew that this was a prophecy. Oh, son of man, it said over and over that is the that is how Jesus refers to himself more times than by any other by any other name through recorded throughout the Gospels, and it's intentionally Jesus used that intentionally to remind the hearers of this, and he had a large. A, a, an important dynamic of his earthly ministry was that of profit. You know, sadly, I mean, I,
1: not sadly, I retired 25 years in a school system, and I got to see a lot of parenting and fathers and mothers with their kids. And in our day and age now, rather than the discipline that I grew up with in my era, the parents are so concerned about their kids being popular or being included they don't want to tell them no. And so the kids are learning. It's not their fault because the parents don't put limits on what they do. Mm. And so as a watchman for a father, I mean, he is supposed to, and the mom being a watchman, are supposed to be watching over their children and teaching them the ways. Mm. And without the discipline that God tells us to discipline our kids with, they, they're only hurting them. And you, I mean, we'll see in restaurants, you know how you'll look over in a beautiful family of four, all four are sitting on their phones. Mm-hmm. How do they learn and communicate and teach each other without the discipline that they're supposed to have as a spiritual father and as an earthly father? Certainly. There's we, got to be discipline with it. Discipline.
0: So we're actually going to. That
1: seems to be my word today,
0: doesn't it? Discipline. <laughs> uh, we're going to touch on that. Uh, we see that here. Um, so here's the first observation that, that, that I uh, noticed that I want to share with you. Um, father, as a watchman, must see. He must see. He must constantly be scanning the horizon, looking far out there. He's got to take care of the immediate and things that are right in front of him. But Father, as a watchman, must continually be looking to the horizon. Well, what? Oh, there's so much that we could say to to unpack that phrase. For the purpose of our conversation this morning, I will allow the Holy Spirit to translate that for you specifically and individually looking at looking at your family's finances looking at the the news looking deep into God's insight into God's counsel for wisdom and and, and insight Could I on that? Come on. Yes, this is a conversation.
2: So our uh, father is a watchman. My, our son, uh, senior year, close to graduation, he had been obnoxiously, purposely rebellious to his mother. And Colleen didn't say much to me, but it was grating on me, something terrible. So one night I pulled him aside and I said, Lonnie, have you and Craig been thinking about living someplace? He says, oh yeah, we can do whatever we want. I said, good. I said, all the bedroom furniture is yours. The pickup that you're driving, I'm giving to you. And I will help you move out. But you're going. <laughs> wow! you can't just kick me out. I said, well, you know what? You have been so snot-nosed, yadda-yadda, rebellious to your mother. And I said, I can't take it anymore. She can't anyway. So he did. He moved out in a huff. Here's the deal, it was 10 long years before he would speak to it. He wouldn't even look at his mother. When we, there'd be a family get together. And you know, he gets married, the only reason he would come to family get together because his wife made him. (laughs) And he wouldn't talk to me. Anyway, at the end of that 10 year period, he, he warmed up and now he's one of the best friends that Colleen and I could have. Mm. It's just an amazing transition. Mm. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Sorry, I
3: I Come
1: just on, thought B. I would add um in verse I think it's verse 5 it says I'm um, If the watchman sees war coming and blows the trumpet, warning the people, then if anyone hears the sound of the trumpet and ignores it and the war comes and takes him off, it's his own fault. He heard the alarm, he ignored it, it's his own fault. If he had listened, Mm -hmm. he would have saved his life. And like, there's a difference between hearing and heeding. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between hearing something and listening. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between hearing something and acting and having Mm self-discipline to act. On what you heard.
0: Mm. Um. What? I mean, That's awesome. Right. Yes, it's like your left foot and your right foot.
3: Yes, I just said. Yeah, just asking Brian's confirmation that, from what I understand in the Bible, that when it says to hear, it means to hear and act. It's not separate from responding.
0: Right, 100%. To mix up our anatomical metaphors. To, he, to, to hear means to listen and obey like your left foot and your right foot, putting them forward. You don't need to turn there unless you have really fast, nimble fingers, but a few pages over in the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 1, Habakkuk, as a prophet, says, I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1. So, fathers, as watchmen, have a responsibility to see, to constantly be scanning the horizon. It is not your wife's responsibility. Even if your wife sounds the alarm, God the Father will say, why weren't you on the wall? Your family has been saved. Good job, but I'm holding you responsible for not taking your place on the wall. Now it's Father's Day and I can talk to men like this. He must see. Second thing is he must warn the people. And this goes along with what we were just talking about. Colleen mentioned it. Um, watchman falling down on the job in, in D.C., she said. Um, uh, the responsibility of a father to not only see, but to also to warn. As Leah mentioned. A, watch, a father as a watchman has a responsibility to warn. You don't have any obligation for your children to like you. That's not your primary role. Your primary role is, we were talking about this on, on Tuesday, related to like uh, training in the mountains, but your job is to train them not to die. <laughs> If they come around and are your friend later, woo hoo that's the icing on the cake. Uh, yeah.
3: So there's several things in that Habakkuk thing there. It's one, as watchmen, we need to be in a position where we can see. Two, now we're blending seeing and hearing to see what he will say. So now we've got to believe that God is speaking.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And that we can hear.
0: Yes. I love that. I love that there is an implied obligation from the Lord that he will speak. Yeah. So you need to cooperate. I mean, what if you could tune your seeing and hearing by position, by taking that responsibility of being the watchman? Well,
3: no, what if?
0: we have to and and I don't want to say this at the detriment of wives who have assumed the place on the wall as the watchman for their family Um, it might need it might have been done because that was what was modeled for you and what you grew up with Um, it might have been you might be in that position Um, on necessity because your husband's just not quite there yet. But your role as a wife is to get your husband up on the wall so that
2: he can be the watchman. I think it's very important on these two comments that you have up here that, that we have discernment, that we have experience, that we, as as men of God, that we know God's word, we're not crying wolf, um, you know, falsely. uh, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that we, yeah, we need wisdom, we need to be um, submerged in God's word, so that we know it. So we know what's coming at us, Mm -hmm. and how to handle that situation.
0: Absolutely. Now let's just talk really quickly about about a woman who finds herself as a watchman on the wall. Praise the Lord. Look at Deborah in the Bible as one of the judges. There There are within the body of Christ, even here within our tribe fam, we have women who are seers. I love that. I think it's wonderful. I think it's amazing. And there's no but to it. More, more insight from from our from our women in our tribe fam from the body of Christ. Um, what um, uh, that woman just bubbling up, um, Anna, who at When Jesus was taken by his parents on his eighth day to go be dedicated to the Lord and be circumcised, who she was met at, they were met at the temple by two people. One of them was a dude. One of them was a woman. And and she had been a watchman on the wall looking for the Messiah. What we can glean from the text for decades as a watchman on the wall. Women, women, a hundred percent have a place on the wall. Let me just say that to to affirm you. But but a woman can never be a father. And I'm and I'm talking about fathers as watchmen. So please don't hear what I'm not saying. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Good. He must see. And I feel like I needed to say that uh, for you, Becca. You're a watchman. You're a watchman. You see. You see. And and I didn't want any little splinter of anything that I'm not saying or what the Lord isn't what the Lord wouldn't be saying to just enter into your heart from what we're talking about, okay? Um, He must see. Number two, he must warn the people, his family, his community. He can do that through instruction, exhortation, but a lot of what a father does as a watchman is through demonstration. A father as a watchman must warn the people, and he can do that through instruction, Now let me teach you about this. Come here, let me show you something. Through exhortation. But a lot of what a father does as a watchman is transmitted through demonstration. When your children see that you're up before them in the morning... And you're, at the, and you're at the kitchen table with your cup of coffee and your Bible. When your wife gets out of bed in the morning, as early as she gets up, because, man, they can get up early, and she comes into the living... <laughs> she comes into the living room and sees you already at the table. When, when your wife gets that text from you, hey, here's what I was chewing on this morning. Hey, babe, what if we did this study together? Woo! Woo! I could, I could have the wives chime in and say what that does for them. But, that, but that's a later. <laughs> Just demonstrate it. You could demonstrate. You could demonstrate that. Um, Were you going to say something, Isaac? Oh, okay, okay. He must see, he must warn the people, and then the third thing is he must carry the responsibility for those in their charge. So imagine if your family successfully... Uh, uh sends out the all clear goes out from the walls of the city and 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 lives your life in 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 commerce and agriculture and trading and trips and traveling and then when the call comes in you 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 come in you board up the walls of the city um you you care for those you mentioned this earlier you care for those come on quick get in the city with us uh or around you in your community and uh, at the call of the watchman and once the all clear is given and then the gates open up and okay, you know, and there's this inhale and this exhale out of the city, into the city and and, the, and you you do it. You get your family to the end. God is going to look at you as the husband, as the father and say, it's time for you to give an account as a watchman and as a husband i just want to eliminate an excuse from your tool bag that you might want to use at that time because i'm telling you now it will not be accepted if you stand before god because he sees you see i have appointed you as a husband to be a watchman it's not going to work for you to say, yeah, but our family did it. We repelled any foreign armies. We we made it through. Things were okay. Um, um my pastor was the watchman. My wife was the watchman. You know, like like we like what's the big deal? Like, like we, we did it. We went in the city, we went out of the city, we went into the city, we we did our thing, everything ended up being okay. God's like, but bro, I'm holding You accountable as a watch I appointed you as the watchman if you bring out that excuse well it all ended up working out okay I'm telling you now as a warning that that excuse will not be accepted God's not going to say well okay he's going to he's going to hold you as the Father, responsible. I've equipped you. And I'm not just talking about physical stature. I've equipped you with special shoulders to carry responsibility.
1: And I think he's equipped us for a time like we're in right now for us to be the you that's going to carry not, I don't know how to say, just... I think we all, in living our lives, we warn those around us. I mean, we talk about what's going on in the world now, but we are those you that are Mm -hmm. responsible for telling those that we work with, it's not popular, and we're looked at like we've got three heads now when we start talking like that. But, you know, how they receive it is up to them whether we've got one head or three heads. You know, but, Mm -hmm. but it's us, and it's not popular, and I know people are losing friends because I mean, now they're even, I saw something the other day about the, the religious Bible thumpers, you know, Mm. now we're just being put down more than ever, but I think we've got to stand taller and, and speak
0: it Mm -hmm. and it's not popular. It's not popular. But
1: it's our responsibility.
0: But it is our responsibility. You've better caught yourself. Yes. Got reservations for your father's stay lunch. Enjoy. Good to see you.
2: <laughs> <Is that? laughs>
0: Get him to bubba's. Oh my okay. yes. um,
1: I was going to say, it's our responsibility, but I think what lifts the weight off of us in that circumstance is knowing um, it's not our job to determine how they respond. It's not our job oh. to save them.
0: Yeah. Oh, all I have to do is say, hey, <laughs> warning. This is the warning from the watchman. Um, and like she said, it's up to them how they respond to it. But just thinking like, it's not my job to like, that's not my job to save them. It's not my job to do that. It's just my
1: job to like say what needs to be said. And, and then I'm not held
0: responsible anymore after that. Mm. That's, there's some wonderful uh, freedom in that. And it's not like um, that, that we blow in, Blow up and then blow out. That's on you. But but once we have shared what we have seen from our particular vantage point, then you're right. We carry the responsibility, and we to to translate what we've been talking about from fathers to broader Christian community. Um, we have a responsibility to share. But that's all we can do. At that point, we are absolved from guilt if we have done our part. And, and yes,
3: also, let us remember that it's teamwork. Going back to that verse in Habit Cook that you quoted, Brian, I will stand my watch. So, so you weren't 24 hours, seven days a week. So there was a team of watchmen. So, so, we, so I think as Watchmen, we need to get together with other Watchmen. So, what are you seeing? What are you feeling? What are you sensing? Mm. What are you hearing? What arrowheads have you <laughs> come across? <laughs> and and that way, there's a multiplication, and there's a there's a covering, there's a protection. I love that. But but, but, I... but, but an exhortation: Don't don't hesitate to, to to want to enter into that role because you think I don't hear, I don't see, I get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't because it's very clear what you're saying, Brian.
0: It's our responsibility as, as fathers. As. It's good. Uh, how many, like if you ever go hunting with, a, with, with somebody else, you're always talking and saying, hey, what, what could that be? You've got your binos up and you're looking. I have found some incredibly good looking trees, stumps, rocks. I go hunting with Isaac. And he's like, oh, dude, 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 you've found another rock. <laughs> Good job, bud. <laughs> Those are hard to eat. <laughs> Real hard to eat, but you did it. You, you spotted one that, that's been there for a long time. Good job. But that's another important role of, of watchmen. Hey, do you see what I'm seeing? And they all put up their binos. That's, that's one of the important Roles of pastor's counsel that we have here at Tribe. Colin is on that. Lee is on that. Uh, Others are on that that are not at at this service. We have a board of trustees. Uh, Chris Baxter is on that. So the Bible says through a multitude of counselors, a king's way is made secure. I got my binos up. Isaac, what's that? He puts his binos up hmm we might have something and then we look and then we blast some seasons happy father's day dad we love you you're a very good father to us stand up let me pray for you and then we will all take our dads to bubba's or pika's or or wherever they want to go for lunch today Lord Jesus, thank you so much. Thank you, Father, for being such a good father to us. To all of the fathers in this room, help us to stand on the wall, to be watchmen that you've called us to be. There's nothing that you wouldn't call us to be that you also don't equip us and help us to be. So we need your help. Thank you. Thank you that you help us all you give wisdom to all generously without finding fault we'll do our part and believe and not doubt father i command a blessing over each and every father here today help them to make this coming year the very best year as a dad that they've ever had and i pray for the rest of our tribe family help us to thrive stay dry in all this crazy rain that we're experiencing. we pray these things in Jesus' name, the strong son of God. And everybody said, I love you guys so much. Thanks for being with us here at the TMC, watching the live stream. Have a great week and remember you got this.